BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Eleven days away from kickoff in Dublin, Ireland. We'll get to plenty of football talk here in a second with On3.com's Robin Washer. Good morning, Robin. Thanks for joining us. Uh, there is some basketball news, though, before we get to football. Sounds like Nebraska might have a new assistant coach in Ernie Ziegler. What do we know about Ernie? Where does he come from, and what's the scoop on Ernie, Robin? Well, yeah, Ernie Ziegler is a uh, pretty established collegiate basketball coach who has spent the majority of his coaching career um, working under Ben Howland uh, okay. most recently the last six seasons at Mississippi State, but he was also with them at Pittsburgh, also with them at UCLA, and he was kind of one of Howland's right-hand guys. And so um, obviously a lot of high major level experience there, um, you know, recruiting at a Blue Blood program at UCLA, recruiting at a you know top East Coast program in the Northeast at Pitt, um, and then obviously SEC the last six seasons. And he was also um, the head coach for several seasons at Detroit, um, okay. or sorry, Central Michigan, uh, where he's, he's a Detroit native. Uh, and so obviously he has ties up there uh, as well. So uh, what I'll kind of sum this up with is given the circumstances around the timing of uh, this hire, the fact that you know, Nebraska was – actively searching for a coach in July. Uh, that is not an ideal situation. And then obviously um, with kind of the current state of the program and the questions around the, the long-term future um, of Fred Hoiberg, for Fred to be able to land a guy like Ernie Ziegler at this point in the game um, was about as good as I think he could have done. So um, you know, hat tip for, for Fred for being able to pull this type of hire. And like I said, given the circumstances, I don't know if he could have done much better. Yeah, I mean that's that does look like a strong hire, Rob. Okay, now turn. Let's turn to football. You're going to be covering football today. Um, I'll be covering football today. How would you characterize the way Nebraska's preseason camp has transpired? Um, you know, I mean, by all accounts, about as well as I think they would have hoped. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, knock on wood, uh, there haven't been any 
extremely detrimental injuries. That's obviously kind of first and foremost. Uh, you want to get through camp with the right level of preparation without you know, suffering any significant injuries and losing potential starters. So I guess, you know, fingers crossed over this next couple of weeks that they can maintain that. Uh, but I think uh, just given the amount of work they had to do this off season uh, with breaking in essentially an entire new offensive coaching staff and scheme, new quarterback, a whole bunch of new skill positions, uh, and a lot of new faces on that offensive line. You know, I guess I guess we'll see how much progress has actually been made. But based on reports from coaches and players, it seems like that's come along about as well as they could have hoped. Um, you know, I guess based off scrimmage reports, it sounds like the defense is still, uh, by and large, getting the upper hand. But that's kind of to be expected at this point. So, um, you know, as long as that progress is is accurate and they, they have made some significant gains in, in terms of just breaking in this new offensive identity, uh, I think that that's, that's pretty darn good. And then obviously with um, the reports off defense, it seems like that's going to be uh, a strength at all three levels there, uh, where a few months ago you didn't know what the defensive line was going to look like. They had all these uh, open starting positions uh, in the secondary that, that seem to be coming together. So um, I think it's been good. I mean, it's hard. I know a lot of Nebraska fans are uh, very reluctant to drink the Kool-Aid and buy into the hype, but for, for what this offseason was and how much they had to do, um, I'd say overall it's been a net positive uh, across the board for Nebraska. Rob, is there any – do you think it's possible or let's say probable that Frost – would it just go ahead and announce his starting quarterback this week? Normally, I would say no way, but this year has been so different. I think, and that's the Mark Whipple influence, where you know Frost was trying to play the uh, you know the secrecy game going into spring ball, and Mark Whipple's like, yeah, yeah, Casey's our number one. You know, I mean, somebody's got to beat him. So, like, I think that kind of <clears throat> put down the the shield a little bit to where maybe now he's more comfortable in doing that, and you know they've. They need. They've talked so much about the need for leadership on offense, and Casey seems to be a guy that's uh, very willing to take on those roles. And so, you know, I think it could be uh, well served for Nebraska to go ahead and you know, just say that he's our guy going into Week One. You don't have to slam the door on competition. You can say that you know we're going to continue to to let this battle play out through the season, and you know every start is going to have to be earned, but. I think there's something to be said for, you know, putting a, a face of your offense out there to where you're not just relying on a, on a tight end who hasn't really started that yeah. many games to be, uh, you know, your, your featured player on offense. So um, I think that there would be a lot of positives to doing that. Um, it normally would not be in Scott's MO whatsoever, but I do think the influence of Mark Whipple might change that. Yeah, you don't slam the door, Robin, but I'm curious. We just saw yesterday Miles Brennan does not win the job at LSU. He quits football. You've got to see other guys who have not got the jobs and are going to transfer. Do you have any fears of that happening with the, any players at Nebraska if you know, they announce KC soon as the starter? I mean, that's always a risk, and I think that's a lot of the intent behind not just publicly anointing a guy as a starter because you want to make sure that guys still have that carrot dangling in front of them uh, to the point where they can't transfer, at least not do so, um, you know, without without having to miss any part of the season. So, I mean, there's that. Um, we've seen it here happen before where going into game week, a guy transfers, Tristan Jebbia. So um, there's precedent of that happening. So that's that's always a risk. But at the same time, 
you know, it's just kind of the nature of the quarterback position in college football, especially, um, you know, guys, they want to play and they want to play early and there's ample opportunity for quarterbacks in particular to go do that. So that's, you know, always something, but again, I think that for what this season means for Nebraska, if, if a young guy wants to leave, that's kind of a risk you're willing to take because you need your, your starter to take the reins of this offense and, and be the guy that you, you need and hope him to be. So I, I don't know. I think that that's obviously a consequence, but I think one that um, if it plays out that way, you're willing to live with if you're Scott Frost. Robin, we'll let you run. Thank you for the time this morning. We will chat with you next week before the uh, Ireland game. Absolutely. See you guys. See you at practice. Robin, wash it on 3.com. My colleague, Rob. Your colleague, yeah. So um, I asked him about camp and, and how he feels it's transpired. If you're a Nebraska fan, I think you have to feel very good about the fact there's been no drama. There's literally been no drama. You can think of instances of drama over the years. Yes. Um, Bo's camps were, Bo Pelini's camps were typically accompanied by high drama. <laughs> um, Bubba Starling, is he going to be, join, is he going to join the program? And uh, Peter Gammons is reporting that he's not. And um, then Bo has a blow up with a local reporter who reports that. Um, how about, um, how about, Bill Callahan announcing to the media corps that Harrison Beck is not at practice and he doesn't know where he is. Yeah, that's interesting. So he's missing. Huh. Um, good start. Yeah, good start to camp. Yeah, no, it wasn't the start to camp. But it was a, it was in the middle of the camp. Good start to the season. You know, then. players go down. Quentin Castile, I remember, went down one in camp. Uh, there's a lot. A lot of the players go down at camp, and there's always it seems like there's always. You know what, Jake? It always seems like there's one or two big injuries. To starters, I, hasn't happened. They got through. Wet blanket says, and then that drama still resulted in a nine-win season. For yeah, Nebraska. it did. It did. It did. Um, but no, this has been a smooth. This has been a smooth camp, and that's. I think. I think that's a good sign. Scott says, "Don't jinx us, Sip." Yeah, regarding the injuries and. Is there surprises? Uh, I'd say. Is there surprises? I'd say Tommy Hill. Tommy Hill has been a story. I don't know that he's a huge surprise. I think a lot of people thought he would eventually nail down that starting corner job opposite Quentin Newsom. I don't know that people expected that he would move into that return role where he'd be the punt returner, and it's very possible he will be the punt yeah, returner. Yeah, I think that was the assumption would be Trey Palmer there, but if that is indeed the case, Tommy Hill, I think that is a surprise to most Husker fans. There are some guys that have made moves up the – the depth chart. I, I, I mean, if you look at running back, I'd say, well, I'm, preseason depth chart, Gabe Irvin, number four at running back. I don't think he's number four anymore. I think he'd, he'd be number two behind behind Anthony Grant. Hmm. Um, he, he moved. Um, who else has moved? I'd say Marcus Washington made a big move because going into preseason camp, you'd probably put him three at the X X receiver spot. Now I think you're putting him at one. Now he would he would have been three because he just got to town. Well, he's also got he's played with Casey before, right? That he's helps. Got that working for him. Got a little. That definitely helps. Got a little um, trust there from Casey. Yeah, I'd say Colton Feast Feist um, Feist has been a revelation to a lot of people. Although, I mean, I'm looking at a pre-camp depth chart official, and he was number one on it. 
Um, but one of the former players you know very well, I know very well, was texting me last night saying Colton Feist is their most is their most consistent defensive lineman in camp. And he's productive. Productive and consistent. Um, I like that picture because I don't know, he's just a he's a tough dude. He's a he's the kind of guy that you like to have out there. He and Reimer walk ons. Those are those are really good walk ons. I mean Colton Feist and Luke Reimer. Reimer had 108 tackles last year. That's a walk on. Reimer Reimer's is a is going to be interesting to watch this year because he's going to play healthy. He's going to be healthy. Not he was wood. never healthy last year. He did not play a game healthy, and I had 108 tackles. Hello. Well, 11 days to practice. The first game, you hope that stays that way. Healthy, healthy. All these guys. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, like like Robin was saying though. I mean, it sounds like in the first two scrimmages they've had that the defense has been. Pretty dang good. Pretty good. And, right? oh, yeah, the one thing about this past scrimmage I heard yesterday, this past scrimmage on Sunday, O'Shawn, real, O'Shawn Mathis really asserted himself. That was that was one of the big takeaways from people who saw it, is Mathis had a big day. I know. I don't, I'm pumping some Kool-Aid down people's throats yeah, right well, now. Well, they're, they're thirsty. They Here's are the thing. thirsty. Here's the thing. What, what I remind people of is, uh, is, of, the, of is this. You can look at that as hype. You can also look at it as, you know, Nebraska coaches are going to tell you reasons they think they can make this work. They're not going to tell you reasons they think that it's not going to work. Why would, why would anybody do that? And, right? I mean, they're going to tell you reasons they think they can get this thing going. Okay? So, I mean, it's up to us to question it and and, you know, identify things that, could hold them back, which we do all the time, right? I mean, we wonder about the offensive line. I wonder about the the we we talk ad nauseum about stopping the run and whether they can do that, and we talk ad nauseum about turnover ratio, which has been on wrong side of the ledger since I don't know two thousand and one. Um, <laughs> right. Twenty one seasons, <laughs> right, you know. Right. Generally just speaking, hasn't been- yeah. So it's not like we don't address those things. But I would say again, Jake, camp has gone well. It's been a good camp for Nebraska. Nothing wrong with saying that. No, I think yeah. they're getting their quarterback situation worked out well. Chubba's done a good job of pushing Casey. They feel like they have two. Man, that helps. How how much does that help? What if you just had Casey and you wondered about yeah, anybody yeah. else? Right, it is helpful. Yeah, because yeah. you think how much anxiety there would be if you just had Casey and the drop off was huge. Well, that's You'd been the worry case every the past day. years, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. think, think, and no, no offense to Andrew Bunch, he wasn't supposed to be in this conversation. He was the third string quarterback. Right. When Jebbia left, right. he, he was forced into number two. He right. was not a number two quarterback. No, he wasn't. Right? Not re- he no. wasn't horrible, but he was not number he two. He wasn't like they got now. Right. I mean, you, know, you, you didn't have depth there. No, that would be like Masker being, like being your number two. Right. And Adrian got hurt, and you, and the worst case scenario happened. You had to go to bunch for a couple games. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. 
rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Masker six. He, it'd be like he's your number two. Now, that's nothing right. against Matt Masker either. No, I'm not trying to say it. It, it, that bunch was not supposed to be in that role, right. though. It, right. That was just a really unfortunate circumstance for Nebraska that happened there. Right. So, yeah, I am I'm, I'm think that you're in a much better spot there with the depth. Uh, 464-5685. This is from Bird in Columbus, your hometown. Yes, my hometown. Sip like my mom would say in the summertime. If we run out of Kool-Aid, just go make some more. <laughs> yeah, Kool-Aid's cheap. It is cheap. It is. Add sugar. Kool-Aid's cheap, and it and it was a uh, it was red Kool-Aid. I got to tell you, was prevalent in my household growing up. We have a text from someone you are going to respect here, and okay. we also Terrell Farley's texted in the show. No way, T Farley. Yeah, our really? Bowl. Is this, oh, yeah. Is this, this the, is the real actual t- one? This is really terrible. Yeah, the real one. Oh man, he's, he's been in the studio. So he's confirmed this is him. One of the best. This is a good text. Ever do it? He here. says we need more big plays, big plays from the linebackers, not just tackle sip sacks, interceptions, force fumbles, nah, etc. Great, great it's point. a great text. It's a great point. They need game changing plays. Tackles are great, but can you get? Yeah, can you oh, cause great turnovers? I think Terrell, Terrell, those will come from the outside guys more. Um, it's a great text. It is. You know what? Unfortunately, I say, unfortunately, correct me if I'm wrong, and you can push it back against this. I think all the losing that that's transpired here over a number of years and all the kind of the tough times, I think it's lowered our expectations. And we tend to do that where we say, okay, if the, if the inside, okay, if the backers can just hold in there. See, what Ter- Terrell's, say, Terrell's saying is, no, 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 no. Don't just hold in there. Like dominate, yeah. take over, mm-hmm. be be Farley, be Demario Williams, right? Be why can't you be hell? Be Eric Martin. Think about those guys. Yeah, Demario Williams was a game changer. Yeah, that exactly. guy was awesome. Yeah, fourth round pick. Yeah, be that. No, 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 don't just be a guy that you you say he he can hang in there pretty well. That's good. No, no, don't just hang in there. Farley didn't just hang in there. No. I mean, he changed. He changed games by himself. Demario Williams changed games, right? Yes, yes, he did. You can do that. You can do that, Caleb Tanner. Change a game. Randy Gregory changed games, right? Oh yeah, he did. Changed he games. Even... Hell, Malik Collins changed games at times. He did. Can, that's a yeah. great. That's a great text. Tackles are wonderful. That's but a great you text. Be doing more than that. It's a great text by one of the most explosive linebackers you'll, that's ever played in Nebraska. Yeah. Thank you, Jake. Troy from Bassett says, "What if Purdy was named the starter? Would Thompson leave the program? He'd be a two-time transfer. Then I mean, he'd have would he would he transfer again? Have to get a waiver." I don't, right now you'd have to get a waiver. I don't know what those rules change yeah. so much. It could be soon where you could, there's no limit on the transfers. Right. That's what they're discussing but, right now. Right. But I – no, no. Chubba, Chubba 
and Casey have already transferred once. They're pretty, it's a pretty safe bet that they'll be here. I don't think Chubba wants to leave. Chubba's in a pretty good spot, Jake. Number two already. And, and he's improving. Every, it sounds like he's getting a lot better every He's week. pushing Casey. He's in a good spot. You think? I mean, how often has a Nebraska quarterback gotten through a season unscathed right, right. in recent years? It's been a while. Yeah, one time in ten years or something. It's not not often. Not right. often. Chuba Chuba is in a great spot. Great spot. Yep. Let's play the game show. Give us a call right now at four zero two four six four five six eight five. Your chance to win a business box of bagels to bagels and Joe Sip is riding a six game skid. At least six. We don't know if you won the Friday before last week, but he's lost six for sure in a row. <laughs> got to get off the skit. Six. We're below 500 by about four games, five games now. I got to lock in. This is one that, hey, high school football begins next week oh, in God. terms of the first games. Nebraska high school nicknames. You know the nicknames for these schools. Gus likes the topic. He's got a fist pump. Let's see if you guys know it. 464-5685. Shut up, simple. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. All right, four six four five six eight five. Call the takedown sip in trivia. I feel like some days when you've lost six straight, the the listeners are rooting for you. Like they they want you to get off the schneid, right? I think today they're gonna root for you. Okay. Do you feel that? Can you feel that? Yeah. Energy from the listeners. I feel. I, I don't know what. <laughs> I, I don't know what I feel. Okay. Well, let's see if you can get it. Get a win. I Gun- love. I love the name Gunner. Gunner, how do you feel about Nebraska high school nicknames? I'm feeling pretty confident. Gunner. Thank you for calling, Gunner. All right. Well, the, uh, we'll sip and the streak. Will the streak continue via Gunner? We'll see. Gunner, first question goes to you. What is the nickname for Kozad? Kozad High School um, Athletics. That's, that's out near Carney, right? Yeah. Five seconds. Uh, Five. Four. You can go. Tigers. 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 Stealing. Sip wants the lead. I'm stealing. Whippets. That's not, that's not how you get off the street. That's, that'd be Minden Whippets. Kozad Haymakers. Oh, God. So we are in a hole without. Uh, gunners up zero to negative one. This is to tie it back up, Sip. What's the nickname for Grand Island Northwest in Class B? Vikings. Could have been up 1-0, but it's 0-0 instead. Gunner, last question for the lead. You're tied 0-0. What is the nickname for Ralston? Five seconds, Gunner, on Ralston's nickname. Fine. Uh, not the Lancers, is it? Lancers. Steel. A Steel. Steel chance here. Rams. Oh, here we go. All right. Hey, it's not over yet, though. Sip's got to get this right. 
to break the skid or else if you miss this, Gunner can steal and go to the tiebreaker. Last question, Sip, for the win. What is the nickname for Garing way out in the oh, panhandle West Nebraska? Class B, typically. Garing. The neighbor of Scott's Bluff. I <laughs> Thank you. I'm just, people don't know the panhandle very well. I'm trying to give you some geography in the state. You know that. Not everyone knows it. Garing. Garing. What's their nickname? Thank God. Five seconds on Garing. Five. Red Raiders. Red Raiders. That is a school out there. That's Sydney. Sydney's the Red Raiders. Gunner, who? What's the nickname for Garing? For the tiebreaker. Um. The Bulldogs. Going with the tiebreaker. This will go to Gunner. Sip, you'll go over under Gunner's answer. I got to admit it. I feel a lot of pressure right now. You should. You should. All right, Gunner. Question to you, and Sip will go over under your number. What is the population of Garing, Nebraska? Ooh, population of Garing. <clears throat> um. Uh. Maybe like eight thousand. Under. Win. Bam. Off the snide. Wait, you said eight thousand, guy. Yeah. You're going under eight thousand. Yeah, I'm going under. So I'm giving the horns to you then. Oh, God. 8,576 is the population. It was a great guess by Gunner and a quick wrong answer by you. The skid reaches seven. 8,576 people in Garing, Nebraska. How are you feeling over there? <laughs> Startled. Yeah, that was a that was a surprising L the way it was going there. That was a bad, poorly played well, game. Yeah, too. he got the Bulldogs. You know, you're up one zero. If you had not gone for the steal, you would have won the game before even yeah. the last question. Poorly you, played. You got Minden Whippets in your head instead I, of the Kozad Haymaker. I tried to let it all hang out in overtime. I told the guys just play loose. Don't. I'll take this one if we lose. Oh, it's all on me. It's all on me. He threw a pick to Corn Elder Miami in the, in the red zone there. Corn Elder in 2015. But he did. <laughs> Came back, forced OT. Corn Elder. Yeah, that was his name. Corn Elder got it. That's right. Yeah, You're right. I, I listened. I, I, was, I was watching the game in the rail yard. I remember in it very clearly. Hard Rock Stadium. That's right. Yeah. Al what Golden a, with his loose tie. Yeah. Yep. No, I mean, I just remember beer bottles all over the stadium. There's a fire Al Golden banner yeah. going across the stadium. Yeah. yeah. That's too bad. Corn well, Elder. Congrats to Gunner for, for winning today. He's getting bagels. and That's sad. I thought you had that one today. It looked good for you. It looked bad starting off. Then it looked good. And then ultimately, it was a loss. Have you lost your confidence in the game show? A little bit. I needed that one. Yeah, I thought you had it. I don't even know what my overall is. I, yeah, I, it I it feels like we stopped. Have, hey, could have, Gus, do, do we have it? Gus, do we have any idea what my overall record is? Uh-oh. We, we don't know. We have to... Uh, Reset the No, we're not game. resetting it. We're going to figure it out. What do you got, Gus? I was gone like four days, and I don't know if you won or lost. I think I, you lost all those it, days. It hasn't been updated in a few days. Okay. Maybe we reset when the season starts. We'll try again. to figure out what. No, we're not, I don't. I might have to. We don't know the record is anymore. We don't know. We, we just reset it when we're, when we're back from Ireland. Yeah. Let's do think, that. We, we could just say seven under and focus on getting back to 500. No, How no, about that? Not, yeah, we we don't know for sure, though, Gus. We don't know for sure. 
when would the when I'm Jake? We'd have to pick a date, a good date to reset it. Well, I think Monday the 29th when the season has begun. Okay, fresh start to the season. Week one. Week week one. Yeah, yeah. before the week after week zero's yeah, game. Right. Before week one of home game. Okay. I think we reset it again. Yeah, we'll and reset. we keep it up to date every day. Okay. Every day. Okay. All right. Whether Gus is here or not for producing those days, I make sure I go back there and update. It. I hope people are okay with that. Seven-game losing streak I think right understand. now. Seven-game losing streak. I think they'll understand. Management hasn't said anything to me. Um, I'm just keeping my head down right now working. I don't know if I'm on a hot seat. Listen, I, I, I feel bad for you on that one today. Like That, that, that hurt me to yeah, see that. that. I saw the pain in your face when you said under easily. Thought you won and said you didn't win. Over 8,000. Well, congrats to Gunner, and try again tomorrow, Sip. All right. The spillover. Spillover's coming up. Next, early break in the ticket. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.